Welcome to the Unsupervised Mom Podcast, a weekly conversation about the grins and grime of single motherhood while learning to navigate it God's way. I'm your host, Javon Brown, Christian leader, educator, business owner, and most importantly, mom. I'm not a single mom expert. I'm an expert at being the type of mom God has called me to be. And so are you. I know that God wants us to excel in everything we do. And this includes parenting, even while going at it seemingly unsupervised. For more insights and inspiration, follow the unsupervised mom on Instagram and take this journey with me. While I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a Christian pastor, counselor, or physician. We live in a bustling city. Fire truck horns and ambulance blasts are heard in the near distance on most days. Drilling concrete and manning power lines for underground assignments on others. And, you know, neighbors talking under their windows to other neighbors in respect for the distance that one deserves amidst the very real pandemic. And there are even the sounds of running water in the upstairs apartment, clacking laughter down the hall and the rigorous run of a little toddler across their wooden floors. And the sounds make for where we are to be quite a unique occurrence on the daily that is the bustle. But it can also make listening and receiving information or just wanting to start the day with a certain serenity at times challenging because the sound becomes noise and noise beyond our control is really hard to communicate over when you can't shut it off. So I find myself attempting to make the least amount of noise when I wake up because besides the little sleeping giant that I have, I prefer the quiet sound of gray in the morning. It helps me to put myself in a position to hear what God needs of me or wants me to own possibly hear what my body needs and hear what the day needs of me as a mom, daughter, friend, business owner, and now podcaster. It's also charismatic sounding, but the truth is that with a bunch of ransacking noise and doings, the day begins if it does not include a routine that helps to ground myself as a chock full of hectic tasks, even in the smallest of commitments. I have found ways to enjoy setting up my morning with what does not interfere with my ability to hear, think straight, or worry. I try my best to teach my daughter the same lesson. She wakes up full of bursting energy and rams down what I call a sunrise list. It's all the things she wants to do during her day communicated at the very beginning of her day. So she hasn't brushed her teeth. She hasn't washed her face. And let's consider a Saturday when getting ready for school is not a priority obligation. She comes straight into my room ready for snuggles and hugs and kisses. And yes, I do return them. But I also urge her to give her body and mind what they need to start the day successfully. She also knows that she is not allowed to do anything recreational or commit any attention to technology in any form until she has first given some time to God in the most kid-friendly, 
way. So whether that is reading her scriptures or watching a video of a Bible story, doing Bible trivia on her iPad or just other Bible facing activities that are kid related and giving her body fuel, getting that water, getting that piece of fruit, possibly getting a bowl of cereal. But it's the idea that she needs to create a priority um, in giving herself what it needs for that day. But I noticed that when she is, as I say, on 100, racing down a list of asks and requests, and I have yet to get what I need in order to start my day, having already done those very important things, I become anxious because I don't enjoy the pressure of having to commit to a bunch of things that my mind or body is not even ready for. And then I naturally begin to worry that I won't execute the way that I intended to. So while I understand that it is her way of getting her engine going, because any day off from school is nothing but pure fun, I had to dive deeper and engage myself in a conversation. Like, what is really bothering me? And I learned that it really isn't just because I may not feel ready, but also because my lack of readiness or the lack of readiness induces a type of anxiety. It magnifies whether or not I have the capacity to execute what I have placed ahead of me, placing the emphasis on what I need to do and less emphasis on what I'm expecting God to do. And it may sound silly to some, but anxiety is very real when you have your heart and mindset on tackling a set of to-dos and the idea of the day moving along without considering if you can keep up with the pace is, is very overwhelming. And this is when it hit me that in order for any of us to approach our daily lives as moms and daughters of the king with some manner of preparedness, we have to first surrender the day to God, which then naturally reduces anxiety. And the same goes for our children. If we do not model for them how to approach every day by placing God at the head of their day, then we are not modeling the importance of prioritizing God. If we don't model that God is to be prioritized, then we are also giving our children permission to displace God for anything that supports their own agendas. I don't believe God wants us to be filled with overwhelm or a list of responsibilities that we place secondary to him. I don't even think a single day works without first including him. We try to make it work, but in hindsight, those days are never truly seamless. It's a daily practice that us as single moms must especially commit to because we are the ones carrying the day's execution on our backs or in the backseat of our cars, toting the day on our own with the hope that we will get through it successfully. In hindsight, you may be able to navigate certain expectations, whether placed on by yourself or others, but when the day is not ignited, by being before and with God first, it is also not coursed with as much confidence, peace, or power. In fact, when we displace God from the beginning of our days, we are opening the days to the potential leading and activity of many other things besides anxiety. That could be busyness, overproduction, underproduction, unrest, stress, poor communication, certainly poor judgment, or quite possibly a lack of patience, all of which has have a way of debilitating or redirecting our movement 
The Bible teaches us that each day literally has enough trouble of its own. And we are to seek God's kingdom and righteousness first so that additions can be placed upon us. Seeking God's kingdom and righteousness first means turning our hearts and minds over to him first above all other needs and concerns. That doesn't mean that we are struck to the fiery pits of hell if we have to wake up and handle an emergency or pop up with the realization that we forgot to do something the day before. But it does mean that even in these moments, God deserves our attention first, not our children, not our inboxes or our emails or our posting of content. And we have to really uh, begin taking seriously the command to commit to this because it comes with us receiving everything we need for the day. If there are any days where you felt a little fumbly, inconsistent, or maybe in a fog or completely off your game, ask yourself if you started your day with the Father. The interesting piece about starting our days with God is that we are communicating to God and to our children who witness the example that we refuse to allow anything else to take up space at the onset of our days and trust him with literally everything. So we're trusting God with the presentation for the 10 a.m. meeting. We're trusting God with the first real recording, the negotiation meeting. We're also trusting God with the bubble of ideas for organizing and decluttering that cabinet that we've refused to touch for months. We're trusting God with our grocery list, the new client requests, or even the sought after peace and quiet. We are literally communicating to God that we trust him with everything. The more we invite God to us and our days, the closer his kingdom comes to us and our children. The closer his kingdom is to us, the taller we become in God. And the taller that we are in God, the more we are able to withstand the wiles of the enemy when he does present against our days, against our minds, our plans, and our children. There is multiplicity of time and peace when God is placed first. There is exponential growth in our thinking capacities when God is first. There is a different type of joy when God is first and in such a simple decision, there are divine results. So here are some practical ways to place God first in your bustling day. Number one, set an alarm about 30 minutes to an hour before you have to give your child or children and your day overall any type of attention and name the alarm what you need to be reminded of upon its sounding. So I actually have an alarm labeled, thank you, Father, what do you need from me today? It's that constant reminder every morning that I wake up that that is, in fact, a conversation I get to begin having with God. Here's another practical way. Place your phone away from your bedside and instead keep your Bible and your prayer journal, devotional or notebook within reach so that it may be your learned go-to. It becomes your new habit upon the very start of your day. Another way is to pray upon waking up. And while preparing yourself for the day throughout your morning, you are literally in, in extending yourself in prayer to God. 
committing to not touching your technology, your phone, your laptop until you have met with God himself. Also consider, listen to a worship playlist, sermon or Christian radio station while getting ready. Worship has a way of inducing the spirit and the essence of God in the atmosphere and setting a precedence and an expectation that everything that is going to happen in your day has to respond to the atmosphere that is set. And one last recommendation, just be still. Just be still along with the morning and express gratitude. Something as simple as expressing a thank you or a sincere gratefulness for some area of your life that God has been very clear on, some area of your life that God has, in fact, been showing you that you're growing in. That is a perfect opportunity to invite God into your day. And God makes it easy to receive everything our hearts require and everything our days need by asking us to keep him first. He does not desire to withhold any good thing from us. And in order to become a recipient of all of his good things and actually remain in close proximity to him over the bustling atmosphere and the to-dos and the sunrise list, we have to position ourselves to be with him first. That's it for this week, but that's not all. If you have some ideas about what you'd like to see featured on the podcast, let me know. I have some sweet plans, but your input is welcome. Feel free to send an email to hello at theunsupervisedmom.com. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at theunsupervisedmom, where this important conversation is in full color. The official hashtag for the podcast is hashtag unsupervised mom life. I'm your host, Javon Brown, and I'd love for you to subscribe and tell your single mom friends to do the same. Go on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to download the show and catch the weekly episodes. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. And remember, mama, you are she, seen, heard, and enough. I love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. Later, y'all.